Coach DiBernardo, episode three, what I'm here to talk to you about today is eighth place trophies and kind of the definition of what success is for that. So, you know, you probably saw this come up in the last year or two where people are talking about, does it do more harm than good to give kids participation trophies or trophies for coming in sixth, seventh or eighth place uh, giving the kids all medals, whatever it is, right? And are you really doing a disservice to a kid because you're not teaching them how to win? Like you're not teaching them that kind of grit that it takes to be a winner. And, you know, you often hear this from people who grew up in the 80s or 70s or whatever. And, you know, we had to earn stuff back then. We had real fights back then. And, you know, for me, to each their own, everybody has their own opinion but my opinion is vastly different than, than that one. And, you know, through my experiences over the years, 30 plus years coaching sports, you know, I've been part of, of many national championship teams, district champions, region champions, high school champions, club champions, you name it. And my message to, to everybody here is, yeah, those teams were really great, and it was a privilege to be part of those. But probably the three most impactful seasons in my coaching career is at 22 years old through 25 years old. I coached three, no, two different high school teams during that time period. And don't quote me on it, but I was something like three wins, 66 losses, and like two ties, something like that. I, I don't know what it was. Maybe that's too much. Maybe that's too many games. But it, it, it was something close to that. So one day I'm running in Central Park and I'm New York City. And some guy's running the other way and he yells at me. He's like, yo, Coach D, what's going on? And I'm, and I'm like, hey, you know, do I know you? I even recognized the kid. And it, it turns out once he said who he was, of course I recognized who it was. And he was part of the team that had zero wins. We were like zero fifteen and three or something, right? And he's like, I just want to tell you how much I learned that year. He's like, you instilled a discipline in me that I never knew that I had. And I really, you know, it was his first experience of really being part of a team that he cared about, that he felt cared about him as well. And I can remember other kids on that team. I mean, one of the things I always, always insisted on was whether you're the number one kid on the team scoring a million goals or whether you didn't even play for one second, every person on that team is massively important to me. Nobody is more important than anybody else. So one of the kids after the season said, listen, he came in really, really shy and really overweight. He must have dropped 25, 30 pounds in that season and his self-esteem went through the roof. And what a successful season for him that was. And I remember going to the the banquet that season. And the vice principal calls me in right before the banquet and says, you know, this this is the biggest turnaround in attitude in the kids that you're coaching that I've ever seen. And he just said, I want to thank you for that. And that was great. I mean, that's a, that's amazing. And you know this this is this is a group of kids that I can remember on like Saturday mornings one kid didn't show up the whole team we'd go to his house knock on his door come on dude let's go drag him out of his house and we would do our fitness 
I mean, that's what we did. And that team at 0-15-1, massively successful. Maybe my most successful team that I've ever had. So my old coach, Sean Green from Central Connecticut, he was the one who always used to say that there's a multitude of sins that's hidden in victory. And man, that, that really rings true, you know, because those three seasons were so impactful on me. We got better together. We got better as people. We got better as, as players. Maybe the results didn't do it. Maybe we didn't get more wins, but it didn't matter because this is, you know, success in those years, in those three teams, it, it wasn't about the wins, right? That didn't measure what our success was. So for me, if the people are saying eighth place, you know, participation trophies doesn't send the right message, you know, listen, if you should have won it and you're that talented and, and you didn't put in the, the work and you didn't put in the effort and you weren't concentrated, okay, if you, you know, maybe you're right. Maybe you shouldn't get a trophy because maybe you didn't do anything and you massively underachieved because you can control your effort, you can control your attitude. Maybe you let yourself down and your team down and so forth and you all let each other down. So, you, so okay, may, maybe you don't deserve a participation trophy. But my point is, Every situation is different. So, you know, you see the parents in these in these youth sports, maybe they're losing their mind in their games because their kids are losing. And I'm like, come on, it's it's youth sports. You you have to allow kids, and I'm gonna call it failure, right? You have to allow your kids to fail. Maybe they lose eight, nine, ten games and it's a U U nine team. It's okay. Cause it's actually not failure. It's called learning. Let your kids learn. And if you're going to give them a medal or a participation trophy, that's awesome. Because if they're learning and you want to call it failure, I call it learning. Great. As long as the effort's there, the attitude's there, they deserve it. Now, one thing is when I look at, you know, I look at the teams who, who either made national finals, won high school championships, won college national championships, you know, there, there are certain traits that obviously they're present. One of the traits are they all play for each other. Like the team is above everything else. And listen, it doesn't have to be 100% of the kids, but if there's an outlier, it's easy to see who it is. And the kids don't pay any attention to it if there is an outlier because 99.9% .9 of that team is playing for each other. Next. There's three things that, that I find that all those championship teams and close to championship teams have. They're serious, serious competitors. They have a real belief every time they step on the field, they can win. And the third thing is the situation is never too big. It's never too big. They, the situation is never bigger than the kid's belief that they can come out on top. But... My message to you is, is kind of a larger point here. You don't have to be Mark Zuckerberg to be a success in tech. Maybe you do an affiliate marketing site and it makes you 400 bucks a month and that allows you to provide a better life for your family, for your kids. That's a massive, massive success. If you want to strive to do more and grow it to 800 bucks a month, that's great. But you already succeeded and you cannot forget that. You know, you don't need to be a New York Times bestseller writer 
I mean, you don't. If for me, I, I, I think I told you I sold 50,000 books that I self-published myself. And I'm not a bestseller. But for me, huge success. Like I feel that was a massive success for me. So here's the point that I can't stress enough is that every person has a different starting point, whether it's money, whether it's experience, education, maybe your parents, their connections, your neighborhood, your access to education, physically, mentally, self-esteem, self-worth, belief, whatever it is that society Whatever society thinks success is, it doesn't mean anything. Don't listen to it. Success can only be measured by you in your unique situation on a daily basis. The small tasks, the daily battles. So you are the only one that can really identify, if you're honest with yourself, what success is for you. And then you pursue it. Whatever that path is, you get started. You get started is the key. Jump into it. I think I said this in episode episode one. Jump into it and get started. Because if you jump into it and get started, you're going to get better. Maybe it's just the energy to fight and keep going. Whatever it is, the reality is that it's nice to get appreciated, to get noticed, to get acknowledged. Even if that appreciation is from a stranger who says, listen, that was really good. I really enjoyed what you did. And that means something. So eighth, eighth place trophies, participation trophies, medals for all, things like that don't make people soft. If it's done in the right way, things like that make people stronger. And that's how you create champions. I'll see you next episode. Later, Coach D.